This podcast is rated double M for mature monkeys. Hello and welcome everybody back to another episode of Saturday Morning Monkeys. Uh, it is another great morning. Sadly, Fernando is not feeling too well, so he won't be joining us today. But I am here, Marco, along with Grizz. And we're excited. I'm excited to talk about this show because it there's a lot of nostalgia in it for me, I think, because I used to read the uh, the Redwall book series back when I was younger. Used to have all of them. You, you, you know, I, I read a good amount of them, too, but I didn't retain any information. So that's fine. Yeah. But, you know, you know it's kind of sad, though, is I texted my mom today because when I moved out, all my books were left at the house. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, did you keep any of my old books? And she was like, no, you said you didn't want them earlier. So I, th- I gave them away to the library. And I was like, damn it. Hey, they, they, they went to a big brain cause, though. The library's important. At least didn't go to some like little snot nosed kid who didn't who doesn't even know how to read. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I, I like that they went to the library. But like at the same time, um, I was just thinking about like reading them again when I come home. But Hey, there's always Amazon. You can get like 22 of the books right now. I don't remember how many there were in total, but you could get like 22 of them for like 170 something. Like it's not terribly expensive. I think expensive. there's only 22 because the guy died. Brian Jacks, Jacques died. Yeah, Brian Jakes. I'm, I, Jakes. That, yeah, that bummed me out as a kid. I remember that. He did, didn't he die in 2011? I think he died in mm. 2011. Maybe. I just remember that he was in the middle of the final book when he passed away, and then his son came in clutch and finished up the series. Oh, so finished it, up that it, book. it got, like, finished, finished? Well, I think the the thing with Redwall is that it was always kind of a uh, decentralized plot. Yeah, it wasn't like, there c- was, canon. Yeah. Or, I mean, um, it didn't have a chronological order. No. The Actually, first... it did. But well, it, yeah, but I'm it didn't release like, that way. Yeah, the way yeah. he wrote them, they didn't because he'd go back and do other stuff. Mm-hmm. I know you said you don't remember much of the books, but do you, you remember enough to say which one was your favorite when you were a kid? No, because I remember reading them and not being too enthused, just reading them <laughs> because they were there. Uh, that, that's why I had like no nostalgia going into this cartoon. Damn. Yeah, I, I it didn't really hit me too hard. Uh, but that that being said, like I don't remember the books being bad. I, I just I just remember them being filler books, I guess. I think I read them in between Percy Jackson because I was waiting for the next one. Ah, uh, yeah, dude, yeah. that was good. We should we should we should do the movie for one episode and shit on it. <laughs> I'd be down. I'd be down. We'll think about it. So Redwall was a TV animated series. Uh, created by Nelvana Enterprises, which I was surprised to learn. Also did Franklin, I think. Was oh, a like the turtle? Canadian. Yeah, yeah, the turtle. It was a French-Canadian animation studio. They did The Adventures of Tintin, Tales from the Crypt Keeper, The Berenstain Bears, Franklin the Turtle, Little Bear, The Magic School Bus, Pippi Longstocking, and a bunch of other stuff for PBS. First five seasons of Fairly Odd Parents. did you say that? Or they distributed no, that. They distributed. Yeah, they distributed it, it yeah. outside of uh, America. Yeah, 
But that's kind of crazy. I didn't know that they were responsible for the Tintin episodes or Little Bear or the Magic School Bus. I I recognized the 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 like font and I was like that looks hella familiar. Yeah. But I never Oh, never no cuz I think I remember I just got like a weird memory of like watch like finishing an episode of the Magic School Bus. Mm. And then seeing the Nelvana logo, which kind of looked like the Klondike bar yeah, logo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what and I was thinking. Like, <laughs> what would you do for a Klondike bar, mom? <laughs> or it's like something like that. And then she'd That's smack what... your head. Yeah. She'd be like, shut up, Mark, no product placement. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know they were gonna they were gonna make a they were gonna make a Doctor Who cartoon? Yeah, I saw that on the Wikipedia page. That kinda I mean, I don't know. That it looks like Inspector yeah. Gadget. It looks super weird. Mm, yeah, that really does. It must be one of the um, one of the like very early Doctors because I don't recognize that guy at all. I think it. I I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea who that is supposed to be. I I can't even see anything like on the on the page about where. Oh wait, wait uh, never. Yeah, I don't know. There's only that one picture. Maybe it was going to be like a weird spinoff series like that cyberpunk Sherlock Holmes was. Oh, uh, wait, what? Yeah, they had the cyber. I'm pretty sure we've talked about this in a previous episode, but there was the cyberpunk Sherlock Holmes where he gets like frozen and then woke, wakes up in the future. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. we talked about that in the Sherlock Hound episode, I think. Yeah, we'll okay. do that at some point, because I want to I wanna revisit that. Do... Do what? Do the weird cyberpunk Sherlock Wait, series. wait, did that show actually come out? I thought, I thought it was yeah. only... Oh, fuck, okay, yeah. Yeah. That'll be, a, that'll be a wild episode. We'll all wear glasses, and no one, no one listening will be able to see, because this is an audio podcast. <laughs> Yeah, until we do, we should do like one uh, visual cast when we get to YouTube. Mm-hmm. We'll do it when I come visit. I don't know. Be excited for that audience, I guess. Question mark. Yeah. Um. So as a cartoon, I thought this was a very solid cartoon. The audio is good. The animation holds up. Downton Abbey looking ass vibe. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it didn't like necessarily feel like a 90s cartoon. I know it was on that cusp. It was like 99 to 2002, I think. But it didn't like it didn't feel like that. It felt a little bit more modern. A little bit. Tiny, yeah, tiny. they definitely got the audio a lot better than the Speed Racer dub. Like so many times uh, when they're in the Abbey, uh, you can like hear the echo from like the high ceilings. Yeah. All that stuff, which is which is very true to life for the few like catholic churches i've been in yeah i just thought that was weird that they put so much effort into that because like that that, i don't know that just did not seem like a priority for cartoons around that i mean like it's for sure a beloved book series i think i remember just like on seeing on one of the covers of the books there was like over 20 million copies sold so i'm pretty sure that like they must have been fans to some degree or that they knew they wanted to like make it right for the oh uh, yeah for the fan yeah. base i i doubt that um they would have gotten three seasons if they didn't care right yeah they definitely pushed for it and i mm. remember finding the first season randomly on youtube when i was a lot younger and being really excited 
and then like years later finding the second and third season and getting excited about the whole thing again i i just um i don't i wish i remembered more but i i have no idea how far i got in the series i want to say i read up to martin the warrior but i don't think so Mm. how many books that's like five books in maybe martin the warrior no i think it's more isn't it i don't know i don't remember the the book the books that well um i mean i'll remember what happened i don't remember the order at all yeah oh it's it's book three Mm. it was or actually no 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 chronologically it's number two yeah that's right because it's um Mm. it's um damn it's it's the legendary martin i thought it was about his i thought it was about matthias's son though no, that's Matameo. Oh, that's what I'm thinking of. That one came out earlier. Yeah. Uh, Funnily enough, they they also they animated both of those as well. That's the second and third season. Yeah, Martin the Warriors season three. Uh, but didn't yeah. they? It's not about Matameo's son. Like, no, I think um, because if I remember correctly, Redwall is like the start of the story, and then yeah. Matameo is like the sequel to that, and then Martin the Warrior I think does a kind of prequel situation where it goes back to when the abbey was founded and i think he fights a giant cat <sighs> and like all this all this stuff like the cat the the abbey used to be a part of a castle uh lorded over by like some some villain character and then he like breaks in and like tears the castle out by its roots and like goes and uh travels over and gets his sword forged at salamandistron and then like, comes back and like kicks everybody's ass i okay so are humans not a thing in this world because i thought i swear to god i remembered like hearing about humans funnily enough i was watching this video while i was waiting for us to record called the epic of red wall culturally effed episode 47 by the youtube channel culturally effed i'm gonna link it in the show notes yeah um it was it's a really interesting uh video i was only about halfway through it before we started but um apparently as he went on writing the series brian jakes kind of got really kind of loosey-goosey with the canon and so in the first couple of books he kind of like has little hints like i mean i think overall something he does really well is like hint at deeper mythologies and folklore and like past history in his locations and i think that hinting at one point was hinting like oh maybe there's humans somewhere in the world but and you like like tease that but then it like never came to fruition and it just stayed with just the animals which God, i i'm, I'm yeah. okay with yeah, yeah i just like why i just wish he didn't t- tease it because it's like these the the size of these buildings is so crazy but like I, th- I think something that bothered me was like how close everyone is yet they treat them like they're super far away so like that part when they try to get the sword from uh the birds and they're like oh mm-hmm. you can't go up there they're all the way up there and it's like <laughs> like it's like dude it's at the top of your building is at that at the top of your fucking abbey what what spill a ladder get that shit <laughs> like come on and, um, i mean it makes sense why like the sparrows were uh, kind of left alone i feel like if i remember from the book it was less of like oh yeah they just kind of live up there and, and it was more like an in-depth like they've lived there for a long time and like they'll attack people so we kind of just let them live and they 
don't attack us and we don't attack them. Yeah, so. I, I wish I wish the show got that a bit more across because like there's like a lot of motivations for things that seemed really unfounded at some points. Like, yeah. I mean, it's kind of just the fallacy or the problem with um adapting a book. Yeah, but like. I don't know, because then there were some points where it's like, oh, man, these characters are really smart and I see how they got there. But then like other points, it's like, why the fuck you doing that? <laughs> like, why? Yeah. No, I think that's I think that's really true. Yeah. Like, why is that one guy talking to himself? Oh, you're not going to run away from the snake that's about to eat you. Excuse me. I did really like how uh, when uh, Ragear was like, oh, chief, there was six of them. And I took this one alive for questioning. And my eyes yeah. is just like, bitch, I can fucking hear you. Yeah. 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 I was like, there's, there's some weird comedic timing in this show, but it was like really funny when it wanted to be. Yeah. Did you see that? What the, the moment at the end of episode three, is that like 20 minutes, three seconds where, uh, it was Matthias talking to the father and he and the father's like, good work, Matthias. And then Matthias turns and like mean mugs into the camera like, yep, I just fucking did that. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm going uh, um, to make a meme I, out of it. I watched the entire show in like double speed. So like because because uh, one thing I wasn't crazy about was like it felt really slow paced. But hmm. Then when I had it, well, when I was watching it in double speed, it felt like a normal pace of a cartoon. Maybe that speaks to like my attention span these days, but um, maybe, but I, don't know. I definitely yeah. agree that like the first episode felt really slow. But then when I got into it and I was kind of like remembering everything from mm -hmm. my childhood and whatnot, like it felt like well paced. But I, I think I, I think I had more patience for it than you. Yeah. Did. Um, well, I, I don't know. It was weird because like it felt like a normal pacing for a cartoon when I sped up, but also like the timing for jokes were just like amazingly perfect. Like, um, mm. there, there was, there, there's like a moment where Clooney says something and it was just like perfectly timed. I, I think it was like the scene when he kicks the board when they're trying to cross over. Uh, he like smacks someone in the face. I think I, I don't know. It was just fucking weird, but it, it it worked really well. I'll have to try out in two speed then. I, I recommend it. If that that's why I found that one scene where Matthias screams at them so funny yeah. because it was just like I, I it was sped up and it was like um I even like when I clipped that and uploaded it I I sped it up myself too because. We don't want you here. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I love that. Hey, wait, editor, put that put that in the video or in the, in the audio. All right, thanks editor. <laughs> I thought speaking of the voice acting, I I I liked the voice acting. I think at first I didn't. I thought it was a little weak like coming into the first episode, but I, I think it has a lot yeah. of character and charm to it. Kind of I, like the OG Ava dub. How what's that? Uh Evangelion. Oh, uh, right. Oh, you mentioned you mentioned you 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 watched that recently, right? I still haven't finished. I still have like so many more episodes to go. Fair enough. But when how how are you how are you watching it? Are you watching it? I was Netflix? watching the Netflix one, and I was gonna just not do that after. Uh, I was just mm. gonna watch the original dub. Yeah, I think there's too much awkward okay. silence in it. <laughs> yeah the the original dub, while it has its like issues, I think is a lot more 
well done because of the passion the people brought to it. I don't know. I don't want to get into this discussion, but yeah. watched with the original dub. But um, for this, I liked it a lot. Like I, some it, it felt like really it felt like very strange. Like going back and watching the first season of Steven Universe again, where mm-hmm. Steven has like such a strange like high pitched voice because Zach was so much younger when he was voicing then, like. I don't know. It was just strange. It was it was weird. I like it though. I like it. Yeah. I I didn't I didn't think the voice acting was um great in the first episode for sure. But mm-hmm. after that, it was I, I thought all the voices were solid and they fit the characters really well. Like uh I liked the little moles. Little mole men. Dude, same. They're adorable. Hi, don't speak in the way you town What? <laughs> what did he say? Did what? Oh, he said you're a fucking moron, Matthias. Oh, lovely. <laughs> Thanks, Cornflower. I would have never figured that out myself. <laughs> I, uh, yo, okay, there's some, there's one, um, thing I didn't understand, and I, 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 I'm sure it was a thing from the books that I forgot, but, yo, why was Cornflower, why was this hoe giving out her colors? Well, what the fuck? I, I, what was what, what the, do you what mean? Was, what was the relevance to her giving out her fucking little handkerchief? Um, well, it's like I uh, a lot of the series is based on kind of like medieval history and stuff. Oh. And something apparently they used to do, if I remember correctly, is uh, like ladies when mm-hmm. they were in love or smitten or whatever, or like when a knight was like in tournaments, like when they were fighting for ladies or whatever, the lady would give them their kerchief to wear on their arm and like, show, like be the colors, I guess. It's like, I'm fighting for my lady. Here's my, here's a handkerchief, oh, bitch. Okay. I don't know. Then they like joust and kill somebody or something. It's like uh, a symbol of representation. Gotcha. 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 Down. Okay. Uh, I'll take that. I'll take that answer. That makes sense. It's also like, I mean, thinking of it in more modern terms, it's like you give your crush something of yours. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, it's like the the stereotypical like give your girlfriend your hoodie or something. <laughs> I broke up with this hoe and she didn't give back my Kanye West kids see ghosts hoodie. That bitch. <laughs> you know stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, we forgot to mention though that um, for the voice ca- cast, uh, Allison Pill voiced Cornflower, and if you don't know who Allison Pill is, she's uh, Kim Pines in Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. So uh, yeah, there you go. The movie that's pretty dope. The movie. You told me about that. That kind of blows my mind. I have to. Yeah. I'm like, I'm gonna. I, I'm gonna. Well, I think I'm gonna. I sh- like what? Yeah. Um. A lot of those voices, like Michael Sarah, voiced some cartoons too as a kid. Cause they were they were hella young when this came out, right? Or maybe not that young. They're probably in like their very early teens, or like eleven or twelve. Yeah, I want to say. Um, I mean, I got I got the uh, Allison Pill is thirty three. If it came out in nineteen or ninety nine, she was about fifteen when the show came out. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> math. Yeah, well, because I'm just nice. looking. At, she was born in 1985. Mm. Yeah, and okay. then uh, I, I want to say Michael Sarah voiced like a character in Franklin or something like that. That would what? Yeah, um, that'd be sick. That would be sick. Uh, here, 
I'm on his little thing. Um, television. I swear, to God, he voiced. A- oh, he was he was in Braceface. Braceface. Was- what the hell? You you remember Braceface? I always got that cartoon mixed up with um with fucking Sabrina the Teenage Witch because like it was kind of similar. Let me look this up. I don't remember Braceface at you all. You don't remember? It was stupid. It was a really dumb cartoon. It, um, the hell? She's, got, she's got braces and she's constantly getting it stuck on like foreskin and sh- stuff. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I don't no. remember. It was just I don't about a girl who got. I think sometimes her braces got electrified or something. But um, how did this shit get three seasons with twenty six episodes, and we didn't even get five seasons on Redwall? What the fuck, dude? I could I could not tell you. I could not tell you. But oh, also Michael Sarah was Brother Bear in Berenstein Bears, but that was two thousand three to two thousand four. It's wild. Yeah, dude. Everything's connected. It's like everything's like a weird version of Kevin Bacon. You know, <laughs> a weird version <laughs> of Kevin Bacon. Like, cause you know the the game people play, it's like the but, five, yeah, yeah, something degrees yeah, yeah, of bacon, five yeah. degrees of bacon, yeah, yeah, it's like uh, five degrees of Michael Sarah. I don't know. So I what, think you what, can what play was your that opinion game on Google. What was your opinion about the story? Um, I was a little underwhelmed the entire time, just cause like I the way I remember Clooney being like kind of hardcore. I definitely think they cut some stuff out from the books in terms of that. Like my memory, like the books were so much more violent. Yeah. Which, I mean, there's still some violence in here where I was like, whoa, 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 (laughs) that that chick just got sliced, dude. That fox. Oh, my God. She got fucked up. Yeah. The sound effects when they like cut away. I was like. Damn, I was dude. like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> we will not uh, kill. We will not fight. But we will let other people kill for us. <laughs> <laughs> and like the fact that the abbot is like, like he's a great representation of people who don't want to like act. Even when it like costs their like friends and family shit. It's like, it, and he's, and it, especially when he's like, we will not do an unprovoked attack. And then it's like, bitch, you <laughs> You've already been attacked like five times. What are you talking about? Yeah, for real. It's like, well, come on, dude. Get get your ass in the gear. Were you Pain asleep the ass. when the war was happening <laughs> two days ago? But also, I also find it really funny that like he says all that and he's like, we're an abbey of nonviolence. But then it shows all the mice in like armor with swords and shields like fighting. Hello. Oh, can you not hear me? Oh, no, I can hear you now. You cut out for a second, though. All right. Where where were we? Talking about the story, probably. You said you were underwhelmed. Uh, Yeah, okay. So I, I was a little underwhelmed because I, I get that these are books and you have to translate them for a visual audience, but I feel like there was like some instances where the storytelling could have been a bit more powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, it did like even though it was back and forth at sometimes, it still kept moving forward, which was nice. Which uh, for cartoons at that time, like serialized stuff wasn't as prominent. Um, cartoons in general, like in the early two thousands and nineties, were like more serialized, right? Is that the word or not serialized? Um, episodic. Yeah, yeah, very much monster of the week type stuff. Yeah, I liked. The movement. I like the movement. I was just kind of annoyed that he doesn't get the sword to like the third to last episode because I wanted to see Matthias go to town, dude. Fucking slicing up rat. Oh, okay. I feel like I feel like there's like hella 
I, I know you have to like set your bad guys apart, but I I, I feel bad for rats because they always get the raw end of the deal. Yeah, I think like I think the thing is, is that it's very much a hierarchy of fear. Yeah. With them. And like the even if the common guy might not be like that much of a bad guy, it's like when people like Clooney come around, you just hop to or you get killed. <laughs> and like you like yeah. Clooney fucking kills somebody in like the fourth episode. Cause they fill the uh, they fill the tunnel with porridge, like burning porridge. Oh and he yeah, just, like, and he just shoves, shoves the guy back, back down in. in there. It's like goddamn. Straight up murdered a man, Jesus. Yeah, man. And also, why why are rats the same size as foxes? It's kind of a weird like size. I don't know. That's a big ass rat or a small ass fox. Yeah, but uh, I do like I do like some of the characters are smart, you know, like it doesn't seem like out of nowhere. Uh, I think like Cornflower when she was doing that, uh, that work, that letter mixing to make words out of it, like that. That was that was a smart way, like to figure and, out. Like, I think I think they introduced that well enough that it wasn't just like, oh, here's something magical to move the plot along, you know? Yeah, there was uh, fuck. What was it? Um, there was one reference that kind of threw me off for the time timing and i think it was like when clooney's like i'll have your skulls for skittles and that was in the first episode and i was like what the fuck does that mean yeah i remember that i remember reading that in the book and just being like all right cool man i don't know what that means yeah like are skittles a a a thing in in uh, is this modern time but not for the i don't know that was weird something i remember is that like they just had a lot of stuff like that like there were there was like language and colloquialisms for different like species in the Redwall books. Mm-hmm. Like the hares, especially, you can definitely see with Basil. He like yeah. speaks in a very like, oh, tally ho, ho, what, 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 what? And like the hares all do that. And then the rats have weird analogies, I guess. <laughs> a weird alliteration. Yeah. Can we talk about Shadow for a second? I feel bad for that guy. I only remember him in the first episode. He, yeah, he's only there for the first and second episode, but he like he goes in and he steals the tapestry and then mm-hmm. he just gets abandoned when he dies. How did he die again? Uh, they were fighting and he fell off the top of the wall. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and he's like crawling. Yeah. He's like, Clooney, don't leave me. And then he's like, I've got no use for fake. <laughs> fucking Clooney, dude yeah i i don't i didn't remember that part but yeah yeah Ah, that's a bummer yeah i feel like Clooney's like i know he's supposed to be an asshole but god damn he just keeps ditching his crew that like really helps him and it's no wonder he's such a loser because he's losing all of his powerful crew yeah didn't i think yeah his character is like a great like 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 someone who's obsessed with something yeah that they'll throw everything away to get it what about that senile or? mouse? The senile, what do you mean, Methuselah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking rats. <laughs> Dude. I don't know. That guy was More that rats. guy was I felt I felt bad for him because he was just like a little old mouse that like got clocked over the back of the head. Is he dead? Who cares? Let's get out of here. Dude, those <laughs> yeah. foxes. I fucking hate those guys. She deserved to get s- sliced, dude. Yeah, yeah. Well, she deserved to get shellacked. No, wasn't it the kid that got um that said that though? Like she she didn't she asked if he was dead. Yeah, but she still like robbed the abbey and like you, you know. 
Yeah. She, she wasn't very she wasn't a very good parent either. No. Well, I mean, she is the uh, like her son does become Oh, spoilers. Spoil Oh, sorry. Fuck. All right, well maybe maybe we'll censor that. Okay. Um yeah, <laughs> just like censors become blah, 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 blah. Like, Yeah. I thought it was really weird like the way the foxes were like they were supposed to be like little gypsies. I, I don't know, they're okay. Feel free to like call out my warped brain, but I feel like there was like a weird air of racism sewn throughout this fucking show. All right, I'm like, gonna call you out. I disagree. I think you don't I think, think all, yeah. No, because I think like when you're when you're writing for kids novels. I mean, obviously, I can't know what Brian Jakes's like real intentions were because he he's gone. Yeah, I never talked to him. But like, I feel like when you're writing. A, a book series for kids based on like stuff in the medieval era like gypsies did exist and do exist today like he's just pulling on bits and pieces of like cultural elements like pieces of culture from europe to like make these characters characters for the story you know mm. i mean i was i was i was more or less like reading into it a little too much with like kind of a mocking way i was just thinking that because like there's that there's one point where like one of them was was like they're like fucking sea rats like damn that had a lot that had a lot lot of tone to it that uh you know maybe maybe not maybe hashtag not all rats you know (laughs) (laughs) oh man jesus no obviously obviously like it's not actually a racist show i just wanted to like yeah. poke fun of that um yeah okay yeah no no i definitely agree that like that should be poked fun at but yeah. i'll yeah i'm just i don't want it to be like we release this podcast and then people are like wait a second yeah <laughs> fuck brian jakes yeah what a fucking piece of shit <laughs> red wall has been canceled <laughs> something you know yeah I mean, yeah, there was, I, I don't remember, like, I, I, there's something about the birds that was like, oh, oh, the way the birds talked kind of pissed me off. Killy, killy, killy. It's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> you give, you give these like little church mice fucking great vocabulary, but not the, not the church birds. Come on. Not cool. I mean, you remembered it right it's just uh it's a character trait yeah i guess <laughs> how about those sexy memorable. ass otters dude dude yeah. how, when, when they pop up and just go <laughs> 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 yeah they were so but one of them was like chiseled as fuck though yeah i mean like the like the um in the official art i think it's for tagarung or one of the later books hybrid mm-hmm. lane maybe um the the otter is like it's fucking jacked and he's wearing like a do-rag and he's got like tattoos and like a like a hooped earring the otters are badasses dude oh my god yeah yeah he's he's like i think it's tagarone because he's like standing yeah. over the top wait what was the one with the do-rag i don't see a do-rag well it's like a bandana or like a do-rag or something like that uh what was the other book that you mentioned uh hyrule lane hyrule lane is all about the otters. I remember that one because I had oh, a yeah. CD audiobook and I kept like <laughs> s- listening to it over and over as a kid and I like swap out all the CDs and then I think it got thrown away or broken or something like that. 
fucking otters. Oh. Yeah. Um. I did. Oh, hold on. The fucking yeah. the squirrel Jess. And she looks like a dog when she's walking on top of the roof. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I was like, I was like, okay. I like that. Uh, that's like so, that's weird. Squirrel. Wait. Okay. So I one thing I do remember was there is a separation of like creatures, right? In the books, there there's like because there's like the mice, the the moles, and the the voles, and the and the shrews and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. And then all the bad guys were always foxes, uh, foxes and rats and stoats and weasels and yeah, yeah, because there's cats and weasels and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess that's an easy way of separating the shit. I mean, it's like thinking. It's like it's like uh, imagery, you know. Yeah. It's like what species of like small mammals or look more fierce and don't you know mm-hmm. i feel uh I, I don't know i always feel bad for rats i feel like they get the raw end of the deal they always get shafted shafted rats it's my new band i think oh dude i'm down <laughs> i want to say that i think there's some like good guy rat at some point in one of the books but i just honestly don't remember I feel like there was, and I can't remember, but everyone was like, this motherfucker's gonna gonna betray us. Fuck him. But then he doesn't. And then he doesn't, yeah. And then I everyone's do, like, oh. I do love how the squirrels are, like, very Scottish in, like, the later books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, like, it ain't well, rackety tam make a barrel. <laughs> yeah, rackety tam. I remember that. I remember specifically because he has, like, four different swords or something. He has like his huge claymore, then he has his dirk, and then he has his like skinning knife, and he like is constantly like losing more of his swords until by the end of it he gets Martin the Warrior's sword again, and then he like kills everybody. Fucking, it's chaos. Yeah, I also especially the later books, chaos definitely because it's like in this book in in Redwall it was very much like oh d- d- like 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 almost like a message of like defend yourself but like don't be don't be violent or something like like self-defense i guess or whatever but then in like the later books there's like fucking thousands of people dying on like these <laughs> massive battlefields and i'm like okay all right <laughs> could you imagine being just like a human passing by seeing all these rats just fucking <laughs> <laughs> getting oh. shot with arrows and like catapults and launching rocks you're just sitting yeah. there eating your fucking cheesy gordita from Taco Bell. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> Put that shit on YouTube, dude. They they get like little catapults out and just start winging it. <laughs> They've got like badgers show up with giant swords. You're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, I I actually don't think I have too much more to add to this. Yeah, I, I've reached I've reached the end of my notes, but I think yeah, same. to sum it up, I'm definitely gonna finish at least the first season. I'm gonna finish watching that, and then mm-hmm. I'll see how I feel about it. But I'm open to uh, I'm open to keep watching. Yeah, I mean, I I recommend it. Uh, it's it was it's not something I'm probably gonna finish, but uh, I think a lot of, a lot there are a lot of people who would dig it, especially if they have read the books and remember the books um just get past that first episode and it picks up a lot better yeah especially since everything is like continuous it it doesn't feel episodic which is nice for that kind of story because stories like that don't work episodically they they gotta be like serialized something's gotta keep going yep 
All right. Well, thanks for listening to another episode of Saturday Morning Monkeys. I've been Mark. He's been Grizz. Uh, If you want to hit us up, you can find Grizz on Twitter at Grizzly Station. Twitter. I'm on Twitter at LordySM. You can also find all the contact information and... Uh, on our podcasting website, M forty five seven. That is M. The numbers four and five, and then seven spelled out. M forty five seven dot com. We have a comment page. We put stuff up on uh, iTunes, all whatever, wherever you can find podcasts. We're there. And if you want to help support the show, tell your friends about us. Give us a good review on iTunes. Uh, it all helps, honestly, more than you'd think. So thank you for listening. Hello to any new listeners. And uh, next week, we're gonna we're gonna talk about something. Peepudo, probably. Pe- what? Yeah, no. I'm on this on the suggestion list. Peepudo. What the fuck is that? And that's where we end the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>